0: Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of Inside the Cage, I am your host Scott Tilly. and with me tonight is my number one analyst, Mark Morrison. How are you mate? Hi, right, good you. Hi. Right. Not bad, can't complain. So a couple of things, we do have an Instagram. Mark finally got around to doing it and it's the same tag as our Twitter which is at InsideCageMMA, you can get us on Instagram or Twitter. Feel free to drop us a wee message if you fancy and get in touch. We also have a new logo which is exciting. It's a bit basic for now, but it'll do the job. Gets the name kind of out there and it kind of gives off an impression that we're Scottish, obviously, which kind of helps. That's the idea, though. Exactly. So that's kind of where we are at the moment, making progress. We're new to this, as we said last week, so any feedback you've got, let us know and we can uh, do our best to try and improve every week. in tonight's show, we will be discussing, do a re-review of UFC Moscow, how we chat with that. We'll look forward to Apollo for Saturday A wee preview of Bellator And then we'll do some general chit-chat at the end So let's start with Moscow Overall, yes, no? I think we've been kind of spoiled recently with fight nights I mm. think that's kind of think probably any normal fight night any other year like, oh, That was not a bad card I think because of have been so spoiled over the last couple of months With regards to fight nights I've been a bit disappointed to be honest There's no big names Like I know Mark Hunt's a big name but like that what was, the, what was the one at the end of July where you had like four or five ex-champions are fighting a fight night? That that was just the caliber of the fight, It was the caliber of the fight nights recently, and it wasn't there in Moscow. But yeah, it's the first one in Moscow, so it's a breakthrough anyway, isn't it? So That's like, a massive step. It's a massive step into a massive market. But we'll we'll come to that. Um, anything particular stand out? You want to do it in order, or is there anything that really stands out you want to talk about? I don't think there's nothing over I think the guys who won their fights I think were kind of most mainly expected to win their fights. I don't mm-hmm. think there was any real surprises. All in it, all in it against Hunt. I think Hunt's nearly finished. To be honest, I think I think there was at the end of the fight. It was asked what his next fight is, and he completely dodged the question. Yeah, well, he's been saying during the week that he's got oh, he's got one left. He wants to have one last hurrah. But see, for me personally, neither of those guys have won anywhere. Neither of those guys were getting a title shot, neither of those no, guys no, getting No, what he is yeah. Hollinick as well, it's a good age, so mm, you don't hunt. They, but that was a, it was a good maybe a good fight, a good kind of experience. Scrabb on well obviously well known in Russia. Hunt's well known throughout the world. I'd be really loves Mark hunt 'cause he's got that one no, one punch knock out of power. Mm. But it wasn't it wasn't any special. Um, don't get me wrong, I thought Mark Hunt started well a couple of great leg kicks on it. I really thought on was going to struggle with that takedown. As soon as it. As got soon as he got on his back, he, uh, he wasn't even on his back on the ground just as soon as he got Mark Hunt on He was on his back and his hands in his waist I think as soon He got as he him on the deck and that was that, it was fight over I think as soon as he went on the ground that was a game over that a, and That's exactly what Olenek wanted, you don't know, stand and trade with Mark Hunt Well you're stupid if you do that yeah, I don't totally. know how Olenek survived that punch but do you see that one? Mm. Absolute beauty after the 30 seconds uh, he's, he's talking about well, what happened there it was superb, experience, um, guys. But that was a decent enough fight. Didn't last really long, but I just don't think like my my big thing with Mark Hunt was I didn't think that I thought that would be his last. I thought after it he would say he would chuck it, but it looks like uh, so during the week he's been chatting and saying he his one last. I'd imagine would say, maybe one more, maybe New Zealand, Australia. I'd imagine one one more. Exactly. Adelaide, December. Well, that could be a possibility. That could be a nice way to finish a year for him and just get one more fight get rather than rather than waiting a year to then fight in somewhere like the point Because you know, he's he's now coaching um Tyson Fury. He's got Bam Bam Tuvasa, He's coaching Tyson Fury, not Tyson Fury. Tyson, Tyson Pedro. Pedro. Sorry, he's now coaching these guys. He wants to look after these guys. He and to be honest, I think the two of them could easily be contenders. in My weight class. So he's got I think I think so anyway. Um, not so sure about Tuvasa to be honest. Well, he's a battle like more than Pedro. There, to be honest, because Pedro looked good did in he but who knows? We'll see. We will only see. I thought it was decent, but it would be good to see him fight once more maybe I get a 1 to finish off his career, that would be really good to see, but Yeah I'd love Mark Hunt, you can't not love Mark Hunt? I'm not a massive fan of Mark Hunt, he's a bit kinda outspoken, I get it I like I, that. I get it, I like it, I like to with that I think it's just more aggression than like, we talked last week about how like hype trains and I'm not really love yeah. Darren Till talking himself into a title shot with me off Mark Hunt's a different, he's not arrogant like that, he's just a bit He's just a bit grumpy and a bit kinda angry seeming all the time, but Listen, you love. I love watching Mark Hunt fight. He's gonna swing and swing and swing and just have an absolute ball. And he tapped out, and he got up, and that was it. You know, it was end well, off. When you're going against a guy, all in it, who's got what was it, forty four, forty four, um, first round submissions or something, ah, yeah. or forty four submissions and fifty two wins. Something stupid. Forty four first round finishes and stuff like that. It's just that's unbelievable. The class of fight. is fine. Who knows what it's really been like in the past? I'm not too sure. He's a few decent fights in the UFC, so he's he's at a decent standard anyway you'd expect. But what else from from Saturday morning? Well, to down, personally, right? for me, the biggest name fight was blah blah blah. I can never say that. Blavich, Blavich. Yeah. He was the biggest name fight. He's the one guy you're gonna look at and go like, he's going to be in a title fight at some something. To be honest, right, the way watching the build up and listening to Hardy and Felder, um, they were talking this cool old guy up, and I'd never heard him. all see- they did say he'd been away and he came back, but they made him did you made him seem like a genuine threat. Well yeah. I thought the first three minutes I thought he was excellent. Well I thought about this as well. I thought about this guy Khrilov and I thought, well hold on, that's an extremely dangerous fight for Blahovic to take. Oh he's. think that, big is ranked fourth in the light heavyweight rankings. i don't and he's think, fighting a guy who isn't ranked. I, he's I a potential danger. I still think it's one of these ones would the UFC give somebody too dangerous to somebody so highly ranked. When he's dead, 'cause because that guy's that that. But it's just that that's again, it's like a fallen fight for me. I maybe. think Kielov. See if that was a fully fit or sorry, a fully up to speed Kielov. Maybe after a couple of fights this year, or maybe for another this year. I think that would have been maybe, a totally different maybe fight. Maybe for maybe for another two fights at UFC level, maybe. Yeah. Um, as far as my verdict, his first fight back in the UFC, so a couple more more fights against maybe a couple of lower ranked. Yeah, Rivals and yeah, But I thought this submission for Jan was oh, was unusual straight away. He's getting putting the choke in for the side and it's just it was That's really the, unusual. To me it was it was odd because you don't expect that from somebody that looks like Wabers, Wabers looks like a guy who's got bombs, he's got arms, he likes to stand and trade. Yeah, but he's, to be honest, it was amazing. It was a great submission and it was, was a great It was all, all around a pretty decent a decent fight for me, to be honest. I quite, I thought it was quite good. I quite enjoyed it. it lasted all along again, but yeah, blah, which I was quite impressed. I was quite impressed with him at London as well mm-hmm. when he beat Jimmy. Um, he I think it's a very good fight. He can do yes. both. He's, he's, he's a bit all roundy. I, well, I the he deserves a title shot. At least the next fight gets you a title shot if he ends up. Yeah, but who's next? It's either going to be DC or Gustafson. Bla, he made a comment. Or D- he made a comment about DC after the fight. I've got another way to throw in the mix. We did talk earlier on this week about him fighting DC or Gustafsson. What about the winner of Volkan and Anthony Smith? Because what happens to the winner of that fight? Who does the winner of that fight get? Because Anthony Smith's on a roll. Volkan wants to get himself back up there. So if you if Volkan... Like Gustafsson, you've got the winner of Volkan Smith, and you've got Blahovic, and you've well, Why got don't DC. you put Blavic against this? and then whoever wins between... Oh, but then that means DC's not defending that belt well for another year and a half He's not going it year. Well that's the next one he's got to defend He's not going to defend the heavyweight first I wouldn't imagine it Depends defensive money That's also true, if he defends a heavyweight he next that's he has to get a heavyweight really. Well that's the way, the way I took Blavich talking after that fight He basically was trying to go, you need to do something with a title, you need to do something with it So what about Gustafsson Blavich for the interim Right DC gets stripped And they were another in interim He's the winner of Smith, who's the winner well, for the title? That could work for me. For the title. Um, I, think DC will, I don't think DC will come back down to heavyweight. Light. like oh, light heavyweight, sorry. I don't think he'll come back down to light heavyweight. Mm. I'll be surprised to see him fight. He's got his two titles. He's defending that light heavyweight title. So why? Why come back and defend that again? He's already done it. I see your point. A two champion's got to defend a title in my friend. Yeah. So once you've defended your title once, you are the two champion. Fair enough, if you let it go. A bit like GSP when he thought, I was playing one the of the title middleweight and I just kind of an arse about for that. Yeah, that that it was like I mean that was <laughs> a but that was just a complete utter waste of time. Right? For me, I get it. They wanted two big guys, two big names. They always want GSP to fight. They get, I get it, but it just was a total waste of time. But yeah, and watching Blavich was good, and I'm excited to see what happens. As I said, there's loads of opportunities there. I, I like the idea of Blavich versus. Uh, Gustafson for the interim, and then the winner of that fight's the winner of DC, eh, for DC, Andy Smith, and there's the mayor for the title When is fighting. that fight again? Um, that's soon, I think, Yeah, really, uh, it's quite soon, Gustafson's still injured though I think, so they may have to wait a while, obviously Gustafson would have to wait a while for the I don't have Gustafson's out. Oh. Oh. Aye, well, but he's been injured a lot, and he's obviously been having a couple of babies and stuff and yeah, he's still number one Um, I always I'm top man, top sweet, aren't you? So I think you've got to get so, uh, so far, if you don't fight for so long, you've got to start losing ranking Aye, well that's true, I think if you don't fight you shouldn't be getting kept to the same ranking spots. it's as simple as that But the tennis, I'm kicking golf, isn't yeah. you lose your rank, if you don't play, you lose your ranking we do, I mean listen, we could do a whole show on the no, rankings, we could true. do a whole episode one week on the rankings, perhaps we'll do a special on it Yeah, we'll do, we'll do we'll that, and we'll talk about how it's happening now Yeah, we'll uh, exactly um, Do we really have to talk about, I don't know how to say it, Abdurakimov and Arlovski, yeah. I mean no, nah, nah, it was just nah. it was just it's the best way to describe it. Olowski nah. just looked finished. He just. I, I was really surprised. I'm really surprised that I was quite shocked by that. I was quite shocked that he, he looked so done. Like, yeah. Let's move on. I'm not that. to Kinschenko. My performance of the night. Yeah, I would probably say so. I thought he looked. Debut against a very very hardened veteran, a very very good fighter. so looks very I good. By the way, they both looked really good. I think Kunchenko. I, I thought the first round Konchenko looked nervous, I thought he looked a well, bit I tentative thought I'll, I thought I'll be a oh, I Alves did it the well. first round as I had a 29, 28, yeah. I, I had a 29, 28, you yeah. know, so I did think he was a bit tentative but once the more and more he get into the fight, I mean that part of round was classing get a proper, like, proper fight it was He picks his boost. shots really well, he's, mm. he's got a really real variation Real of focus, focus. A real his facial expression oh, did just, not change, He just going to be hopeless bunch of percent, how am I going to smash you? Uh, it was Really, really good watch. And he work. got it saved down in the third as well. he, he, just he, he didn't like force it, He didn't feel like he had to go after Alves. He is respected Alves because Alves is a, a well respected fighter. You know, he's is he a veteran? He's maybe not a veteran, but he certainly he's certainly, ex- certainly experienced. a lot more fights than you've seen. But UFC. That's, that's what I was saying. That was four hundred hours of mm. yeah. See, uh, fighting time. and that's just that's incredible. I you know, know. That, the, the interesting thing I thought when that was when Dan Hardy said Macario happened and finished. <laughs> after <Elvis> Albert <laughs> started, and I was still, is still going. going. So, um, yeah, I was quite impressed by Kinchenko. I'd like to see him. I don't really know how I'd like to see him fight. I think he's going got to fight a rank guy. But if you're a rank guy, do you want to fight an undefeated Russian? No, you don't. a beat I'm still struggling for a fight. Totally different. That's another thing I really want to talk about after Moscow was the difference in Russian fighters. We're used to Russian fighters being like Zabit and Khabib and stuff like that, and even in Kylev. They don't make them like Konchenko very much. That was, a, that was a striker, that was me. No, act. that was just pure striker performance. Yeah, you look at some of the best spots though, some of the best spots in all the Russians, so there's no reason why No, I know, but in MMA terms, I was saying we're used to guys, oh, guys, guys who just wanted to sit on top of you and pound you. The Agastanis, basically. Yeah, exactly. This guy was fresh and different, although I fully appreciate that if he was to take you to the ground, he would sit on top of you and yeah, mull you anyway. bridge, yeah. but, um. Yeah, that was my. I think that was probably my performance of the night. Yeah, I really um, enjoyed that. I it's, didn't see uh, the prelims, so it's hard for me to say. Well, I've, I've watched a wee bit of prelims. I've seen a few bits of pieces. Um, the the I don't oh. know what thinking. Um, that should have been over. Should, I don't even know why he even gave me the opportunity to try and stand up. Heard, heard, heard that. I, I heard that was really bad. I watched it. I watched the video twice, and the second take is worse every time. And the panic you hear in Dan Hardy and Paul Felder's voice. like me to get hammered what that's like, and they appreciate exactly what the doing is in, he's saying fight back, fight back, the guy's cowering in a corner, his knees up and his arms, he's it's game over, it was game the over, thing like, about, see that know, the clip i seen was from twenty seconds down I think, see 20 seconds, I'd have stopped that, the thing with it, the other boy is, I've seen before fighters literally punching the living hell out of somebody, eventually turning the referee and going look are you going to stop this, right, asking the referee, why didn't he do that? He's surely got to have some sort of care for the other fighter in the ring. He can see he doesn't want to be there. So you've got to stop yourself going, why am I still doing this? You can't blame a fellow. The of, of course day, not. The referee's a man in charge. But if he doesn't say stop, you don't have to stop. I get what you're saying. and I would probably got be to be careful for each other in the ring. You're fighting. I know it's fine. It's a contact sport. Blah, blah, blah. You're going to the urn in there to try and knock each other out. But at some point, you've got to have some sort of care for the other fighter. If you really are really hard, just heads and shoulders above them. You've got it. Around and go, oh, man, come on something's got to stop here yeah. what about the boy that beat Dolly? was that a decent performance As i say i've not seen the prelims i don't know was that a decent performance from what you've Maybe. seen Dolly started well yeah. um but once the guy just got out in game he just he had it and then once he got on the ground he was never getting back up again that was that like, done that was just yeah. he was just a better fighter i thought i just thought he was a far better fighter but yeah um i've seen some clips of peter yan Against Jim Sue? Peter Yang looked. I mean, so that was pearl. that fight looked. I mean, they're talking about like potential fight of the year nominations for well, that. Like, <laughs> every time um, Son got hit, he just turned around like yes, Big smile, smell, big cheese, Is that. Got there a pal. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. It was so funny. Just tempted him to come and. The thing was, it. like, the problem was when Yang was striking, his hands were straight back up, protecting his face straight away. Son was hitting his strikes, and he was taking so long to get his hands back. Mm-hmm but Jan was like oh you're just standing there that's fine I'm just a pot shot. Like you mm-hmm. every single time Um, I've only seen highlights of that I've seen a good club good highlights why I never heard these coaches during the between rounds you'd think these coaches would be telling them what you need to get your hands back up the face once you've made these strikes but obviously I'm not sure myself if he actually done that but I'd like to think his coaches should be telling them that because that's the only thing I could see he was just so slow mm-hmm. getting his hands back up to protect himself mm-hmm. and that's how he kept getting, getting, getting smashed but um, Ian uh, looks superb he's definitely got to go on and try and get another fight against a ranked the possibly, which like a really good striker it'd be really good to see fight again. What about our, our favourite Russian fighter, Magomed Ankhilev? For one second Ah yes, what a guy Now in case you don't know, we love Ankhilev because he absolutely mauled Paul Craig at London for four minutes and 49 seconds no? No, no, 14 30. minutes and 59 seconds he absolutely mauled Paul Craig I mean, one second to go, he tapped out, because <laughs> Paul Craig had him in a triangle, <laughs> and it was the most beautiful thing I think I've oh. ever seen. feel bad for the big guy, because, I mean, to to do, to do dominate a fight that much, and then get beat, it must be hard to take. I, but I still think it's funny about that fight with Paul Craig got one of the to performance tonight bonuses. I don't know, for a one second submission, but by all accounts, from what I've read, um, and Kylie was
1: oh. amazing.
0: To so what? As I said, I've only seen snippets here and there, but his his knockout kick was unbelievable. It really was Spanning kick. Right, he did. Oh absolutely did. The boy was it. I think he had one more punch at him, then the referee said, he, left he just went, here, move, <laughs> get away, just move." It was uh, I was unbelievable. Um, but the snippets of I see really, really good. Good striking again. Basically we did against Paul Craig, except he was actually able to knock this guy out. I see against well, Paul Craig you look great, and I would have said, you know, then that that was a really big setback for him, beating, getting beat by somebody like Paul Craig, because Paul Craig isn't a rank guy. It so so th- was, Paul Craig needed to win that, I didn't he? he of he did. To yeah, back, of he did. Well, you've got to find a way, and he found a way. You know, what about Caleb next? Is he going after a ranked guy? Is he going after 14, 15 in the late heavyweights? Or has he got another I, think he's, to first? I think he's going to have to look at that. he's going to seriously. his he great performances? Um, Bob Paul Craig's not highly ranked. Um I can't remember the boy's name that he's fighting. I don't think he's particularly highly ranked as in the full kind of Yeah, full rankings. But I don't see why you can't push on and maybe if you can fight a top twenty guy, you won't prove that he deserves it. Um next step up. Next step up he's going against a ranked guy type Because obviously you've got that five, ten, fifteen fighters below your rankings And mm-hmm. there's so many good fighters in there that deserve possible shots at ranked fighters but I'm just never gonna get them yeah. um, What else on the R- Moscow card stuck out? Anything you want particularly mentioned? to particularly mention? The fans are true, the fans are unbelievable mm. The atmosphere they set and created is absolutely sensational Yeah. Um. I think I've I think I read correctly that it was the 5th highest attendance in New York It was the highest attendance of uh, an yeah. MMA Event in Russia. Because Russia, a few big promotions of their own. That yes, is. that's something. That is really you shows that the UFC is popular despite perhaps it being you know the Western American. You know, I of course, so it is. but you, you get the fans that come out no matter what, and despite the politics, they go out and enjoy it. And by all accounts, I mean it was it was decent. My only issue was that the main card was far too short. Like to like. Well, if I remember correctly, I thought UFC Moscow first was top, about being a paper of you. I think right like at the very start, but I don't think it was- I think we were really struggling to get fighters for that. Which tells you that straight but away, then, look at that main card. Look at the, the prelims, there was like seven in the prelims. But then, how highly class were the fighters? Yeah, but how class were the fights though? I'm not talking about the fighters. How much of a draw was Abdurakimov against Arlovsky? But Arlovsky was a big draw, yeah. Right, true, but what was uh, Kuchenko Alves? Alves. Look okay, you got. Kuchenko is obviously big in Russia itself. Mm. But then all the Russians would have been big in Russia. That's my point. My point is there was no reason why so much of it had to be on, you know, fight pass. Maybe it's a a, UR, a UFC thing to maybe try and get people to buy the, the app and you know the, I don't know, but it just felt for me. Like, obviously, because I only had access to the main tab, and to sit and watch four fights and be done for half past eight was a bit kind of gutting, you Yeah, know? it was about bit. It was, was about this point my book, I want to sit down and enjoy a good couple of hours, a good solid couple of hours, maybe three hours of proper good MMA. And I felt as if you, you couldn't do that because it was so short. And that's maybe really something that the UFC have to look at, you know, because it's, it's frustrating. But that's the only thing that I mean, we, overall, I think it was a success. Our Twitter poll this week was. Do you think UFC's first trip to Russia was a success? And eighty-nine percent of people said yes. So at the end of the day, the people think it was a success. I personally think it was a success. I think it opens up a whole. I new think just for breaking down doors yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. I think you've got like a St. Petersburg. You can go maybe on events in Petersburg and stuff like that now, and you can go and have maybe, obviously the Olympics and um so it's uh, okay. So a bigger arena than it's okay. So they can go and have other events in Russia. Now. Mm. I just think, they did that. Get through the door. The gate, do it at the capital and then go from there and just see. It was a bit like China when they broke down the doors in China, didn't it? Mm. Had to break down the door about to Shanghai day. and then that's a bit of a thing with the Beijing seen at some point. Mm. Soon. Kind of far away, so. It's soon, yeah. But again, you can see that, but mostly they did Chile and they're doing Argentina. So that's, that's a yeah. big one, yeah. Chile's broken. Argentina is a big one, you know, because they've got fighters at Argentina. I don't know if there's any actual Chilean fighters in the UFC, but obviously the big Ponzanibio who robbed Johnny Nelson. Who opens up doors for potential Argentine fighters? That's what Russia did, Moscow did. It perhaps maybe it opens up to like a bigger market. I mean, how many good Russian MMA fighters are there? They're made for fighting. You think about how many were on that card. It's You think the effect that Russia has actually had on the um, UFC and MMA it's just it's sensational. They've got one champion there out, but there's, there's two or three there you could look at and go, there's no reason why they can't be fighting for titles yeah. anytime soon. Yeah, totally agree. Absolutely no reason. Um, what about the bonuses? Do you agree with the fight? night bonuses? Yeah. Why can I have got one of the bonuses? Well, just for fight the name Shulian and, and Sue. This uh, well, is always a must. I the way they know. two kind of just do punches and are striking each other for all fighting, yeah, I can't deny that. Um, possible one of the fights of the year, so mm. there's no reason why. No, I don't have any arguments with any of them, I don't think. Um, so, I stay. I think, did I see um, Big Yan and he got one, it was a copman guy, I keep forgetting his name all the time, Ollie Inko, Ollie Neck, I can't see, um, I, I've noticed this quite a lot with the UFC, and it really annoys me, they keep giving maybe the two top main cards the bonus money, it depends if they deserve it, the Blavidge deserve it, I probably. don't, I did Oli deserve it, probably, because he said th- during the week that Mark Hunt had no neck, they couldn't choke him out, and then choke him out. That's not a performance. He'd won. Obviously one great move and then he won. Yeah, I don't think like performance tonight necessarily means performance over the, the course of a fight. It either means I think because they don't have a submission tonight or a knockout because it's too vague. So they have a performance tonight, but boss. they have two or three fight of the night is obviously only one fight. No, and I don't it's know. got to be a fight. That's just, I just think it's been happening quite a lot recently, and I think it's a bit.
1: I don't it's think so. I don't think
0: any of them are unjustified. We'll look at uh, and Ankai and won. Oh, no, I, don't I, don't know. Know. I mean, I think you've just got to look at the You look the, at Konchenko, but I enjoyed Konchenko's performance far more than I did Big Yan's or Yeah, but it far wasn't off shattering That's my point, it's got to be a performance of the night Was Jan Blavich a big finish? Yes, it was good, was Olynyk a big finish? Yes, that was exciting, it was exciting Was Konchenko brown? Yeah, he was But did it, did it honestly set you Take your the heart and fire. And honestly, yeah. as a I love striking, and yes. I know what I get that, but I'm just saying, like, honestly, we like watching Blavitch work that and all and it work that was impressive stuff. It's it's just like a one punch, not Andrade. You know, last weekend, it, it, it's the same thing. Like Andraj knocked her out of one punch and got a fight of the night uh, performance the mm-hmm. night Whereas necessarily, I might not forgive with that. It just depends on the, the situation of the performance. It doesn't I think lunch. the difference between our drastic was three or four minutes before that she absolutely pummeled Carolina. Yeah, but it was only the fight only lasted like two and a half minutes or something. Four minutes. Well oh, whatever, it's <laughs> still four minutes, you know what I, mean? I just think I just think it's been happening quite a lot. Maybe I'm completely wrong Oh well, well, we, we can see we could do a we can do a, a comparison on it and we can talk about it next week. I think the performance bonuses are a good thing, gives a fight or something to aim for. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just think It would be nice to see maybe the lower-ranked fighters have been kind of given credit for what they did during their fight. Mm, mm. I think some of the higher rank guys get them, maybe just because they're the higher-ranked guys. Yeah, I don't know but that. I don't necessarily agree with that. But I don't know. I mean, it's just something I've noticed quite a lot recently, I'm kind of, I don't know. So overall, Moscow, thumbs up from us. Success? Thumbs up from inside the cage. Well done, Moscow. Well done, UFC. Proud to get a new market. And really chuffed it all went really well. No dramas again, except Hebden, obviously, but yeah. Other than that, it's all drama free. Yeah, very good. It was a good bet. I can complain. Like good. Okay, let's move on a bit. Let's talk about. Let's do a wee preview of Sao Paulo. Now. Which sh- Absolutely, we, we should have been talking about Manoa Teixeira. We're not. We then should have been talking about Manoa Santos. We're no. not. We're now talking about Eric Anders and Thiago Santos, who are both middleweights fighting at fight light anyway. Now, I've got notes here and it says six fight changes, one removal, because Elias Theodoro was supposed to fight um oh, Sunday Junior. Anyway, um, he was supposed to fight him, but he wasn't recovered from injury so he moved it to December and it turns out he's going to have to have surgery so they're moving it again they're cancelling it. But six fight changes is crazy, and two of them were on a main event. It's happening every time now. Uh, you struggle and to get a full card, and the full cards often announced how many cards are actually complete. I get it. how many injuries happen. I totally understand that. I get it, and I'm so much more happy that it happens beforehand than it's weight cuts that go bad. That's the worst. I mean, at least two. This way. There's bad things about yeah. injuries and weight cuts, but well, I know, but you know what I'm saying. It's like it's it's much better than it being a weight cut issue on the Friday. Or it's so easy to pick up an injury, whereas is. Yeah. your weight cut is a lack of You Look what happened to Bergson, he on a, a wire on a stage, come on stage and done his knees over So easy me. So it's so easy to do, I get injured, and none of these guys have been injured, which is fair enough The one thing I think is really interesting is Anders, I think that's that intrigues me a wee bit Anders has got a good, a good record, and Santos doesn't really, he's kind of went up and doing. he's not on a bad run now I don't know if that's just because he's just, look at the sizing. He's got Paulo Costa, man. He's just, like, ridiculous. But I think Anders Santos, potentially, is a better fight than Manoa Santos. I think at their own weight class, yes. My, my issue may be, uh, it's 20 pounds. Nearly a stone and a half. Yeah, but Santos is a big lad. So he can carry it, and he can carry it, any problem. Oh, I, think, I think the two of them can carry it as well. Not that slows them down. It's also main event, it's five right, that's an problem. Could he get the fifth round, the turn and what, what can uh, Mingano at the end there? Can hold his carry carry Hoddy's hands up. Carry hands up. That's the other thing, Anders. I don't know. You know what, I think Anders had a fight four weeks ago. Aye, uh, something like when that. is it a UFC link can he fought? So, how much time has he actually prepared for us? And he's bulking up. Sorry, he's stepping up a weight class. Yeah, I I mean, I get it, it's, it's, it's difficult. I think a widow way. as I said, I think it's a great fight. I think a like heavyweight. It's just, it's a filler basically, it's just It's a main event is the last I of It's a main event, so it can't be classed as a filler, it has to be a reason why right? I think, I, I don't know, who else would you have brought in to replace Manor, there's nobody Cause you've got this just fought, who's going to be the smacker fight I mean, unless Gustafsson was fit, Gustafsson's never going to fight Diago Santos No yeah, way, he's too much to this though, man, most, you know, So it had to be somebody who was, and who's going to take the fight That short notice, who's ready for it you know I mean? So, Santos is, uh, sorry um, anders is full, not bad too. I don't thought that, I think it might be quite a fight 'cause I oh, think I think, it, I think it would be a really good fight, but it would have been better in middle. It would have been better in middle plus you might you might get around maybe two rounds down and go, oh ah, well, these two guys are at fully done now. Uh-huh, I, mean, on here. I think less so Santos. I think you might be quite surprised by Diego Santos because he's been obviously preparing for us. He's made the conscious decision yeah, to stay particularly headway. So I'd imagine he knows he can carry that and I think he knows that he can he can go in there and do... He wouldn't I, have taken a I, hit I think it'll be, it'll, be a very, it'll be a very good scrap. There'll be, be a lot of heavy, heavy punches as well. And who's mm. who's chin lasts longest, I think, to be honest. I think that's what we're looking at here. Yeah. Who's chin can last the longest. What else excites you on that fight? I know you had said, Bermal, well, Muhammad. I have, I, have, I have got one that was actually on the pre-Priorlanders, the sort of fight pass prelims, which is the last game of Muhammad. And I've seen Mohammed a few times, and I really like him. I've seen the last game before. And I thought this was an absolute boundary fight that wasn't getting the attention it deserved. Well, I ruined that for you, a but it's been ruined today because I've just heard the news okay. that. Well, he's injured. He put it on Instagram. He just said, "Listen, sorry. Again, injuries happen, and he's been replaced by a 22-year-old guy called Luigi Ven Dramini, who is 8-0. He's 22. He's been fighting in Brazil since April 2016. So, I mean, he's also moving up a weight class." He fights it lightweight and he's jumping up to welterweight to fight Oleski um, Which I've never heard of the boy, he's a young lad, is he going to get schooled? Who knows, who knows Is he at all because he's fought these fighters or has he fought bums, do you know what I mean, it's, it's, it's a strange one Actually you were really looking forward to watching Muhammad Oleski Because when you said to me, when you mentioned to me during the week that that was one of your fights to watch I do we read about and I've watched him Bell Maham before, I don't remember watching Oleski before I read the book, I thought, well, that sounds like it's gonna be a great fight and it was on the pre prelims. I, I I was gutted, I kinda did it. I was gutted when I heard that. I was kinda I was really looking forward. That would be my recommendation and make sure you catch it. Go online, try and find it because that would be my recommendation. It but might still be a decent fight. I mean I think I've a few good fights in there. Um I was looking at Oliveira Pedersoli as well. I think is a very good fight. I've seen her a few times. Mm. I'm looking to follow to that, I think Olivera might still have too much for him Olivera's been great for him recently um, So I think he will just have too much, personally he loves to throw so many punches I think I was looking like at um, the amount of punches he throws in minute, and it was unbelievable, I couldn't have, can't remember his out exactly of the figure, but I was like, he is a busy, busy man He likes to throw a lot of punches so. yeah, That's good for the fans, fans like the watch guys that throw punches, don't they? So that's kind of good My, what I'm buzzing for and you will absolutely hate this. Is Sergio Moraes. I am buzzing to watch Sergio Moraes because he's a four-time world champion jiu-jitsu. I mean, like it's gonna be. I think he's like pre-premier. <laughs> like um, it's it was just one of the, the names that stuck out for me. Um, also an interesting fact. I think he's actually the trainer of. I don't know if it's Renan Baral or the guy Baral's fighting, um, he's actually like, their Jiu Jitsu trainer and the guy's like 40 and Moraes is like 36, I don't know how it's random, all about weird, how but random I like. Matt is they're fighting on the same card and I thought it was pretty good but yeah Sergio Marais, 4 time uh, world Jiu champion. Um, 4 years in a row also by the way, 8, nine, ten, eleven. 10, um, 11, I'm buzzing for that because I love a good Jiu Jitsu scrap, we'll a good grapple, so that'll be really really good. Well now um, you mentioned Boral there I was wondering Barral, but I was, at Baral and Baral was desperate to need a win. Um I uh, he lost his last two fights. He's he he's he an experienced guy. He's been against the UFC Davidon, he's not got like a bad record, but I would expect Boral to get the job done and eventually get that win. Yeah. So, I don't know. I was one of these guys we talked last week about Sironi. And passing torches, and we talked about somebody else passing torches. I can't remember who it was, but um, I don't, I, I don't know if he was good enough for that person. I know, but I've I seen. think that's kind of the kind of guy run, but I gonna like he's kind of becoming, he's mm-hmm. becoming a guy. I can't see him, you know, getting to to title again. But I mean, yeah. So a couple of decent names was Ronaldo fighting as well. Mm-hmm. Good to see him fighting. Um, again, he needs a he's either win. So the Durham, mind Manger, the both of them are kind of struggling the last few fights. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably have. I know you've, you've, you've circled Travaldo there, but uh, Ronaldo, I would have i hang out of Dunham there, to be honest. I think Dunham might need it more. Again, Ronaldo's a, maybe an older guy. Well, I don't know. No sure. I just thought Ronaldo would maybe mm. get that one. Um, The other one that I really actually think, is a wee bit of a wee nut on, was Rodriguez. And I don't know much about Rodriguez against Marcos. But Rodriguez is the second ranked fighter, one female fighter in Brazil out with the UFC. Is she is this her debut for the UFC? Debut, uh, UFC debut. Second ranked fighter in Brazil. Right. I, I, she's got to have something, do you know what I mean? She's got to have something. And Marcos I don't I think Marcos is decent. I don't think she's great. So I'm on that going like I think that could be a wee upset there on the cars. I'm wanting Rodriguez for a wee win there, possible. Mm-hmm. I could be completely wrong. I'm just trying to go with Well to be ranked secondary, I mean Brazil's a pretty massive country when it comes to MMA. I mean Jitsu is named after the country. Jiu Jitsu. How many female fighters is there? Yeah. There's probably. a lot of female fighters from Brazil. So mm. they've clearly got a good standard. So I think I think that would be my surprise. Marcos is where she's very inconsistent. I think she basically lost one, won one, lost one, won one, lost one, one, lost one, I think she actually won her last fight. Mm. So, granted, this next fight, if you go over the record and the form, you're looking that she could possibly lose this fight. Yeah. So, wait and see. Um, well, overall, are you a bit disappointed? I certainly am. I would have loved to have seen Jimmy Manoa go over to Sheriff in Brazil. So, in that, that was brilliant. But again, you are going back to this. It's a fight night. I've been spoiled. And I know, but then does, is, is there anything on that that's. Top class. It's uh, not top class. All these fighters are class. I basically mean, is an enter up there, that's a top name that's going to drop people. Well, in. You would expect in a fight night, should be at least two top ten fighters. I would think. Fine. That Even should if spread be... over a couple of fights, which is still be. There should be aye. There should be. Well, you will be two guys who don't fight at the weight Class just headlining it. Well, that's, that's your issue I straight away. That's a fair point. Can't really argue with that one too much. I mean, again, listen. We've talked, We said at the start when we started reviewing it, previewing it. It basically injuries happen, and it is what it is. But and there's nothing else to do. They can't cancel the card, all the visas, and everything that are in place. The venues booked. They've got to do something, and they've done the best. And to be honest, we have said we're looking forward to Anders Santos. I just feel a bit kind of like we could have had to, to share a mana and now we've got Santos Anders to another way. Finally, yeah. So you see, my point. That's my point. I'm not nothing against those guys because I'm. I quite like Tago Santos. I love the ham and the Thor's hammer on his chest. I mean, it's just it's just amazing to be honest. But. I'm just about. I feel a bit like kind of like led down because it could have been potentially a I still, massive fight. I think it'll be a good night. I think it'll be a good night for Brazilians as well. I think a lot of Brazilians might actually win the fight. they will like fine at home. It's not very often that they lose fights at home. So I'm really looking forward to that as well. But wait and see. Should be good. Okay, so we're going to have predictions this week. Uh, we didn't do it for Russia. Um have got a new thing we discussed during the week to try and make the podcast really more interesting. We're going to predict our winners of as many of the fights as we can and we'll go from there. So how do you wanna do it? Do wanna do it per fight or do you want to do it yours then mine? Do it no, fight. We'll start at the top, so we'll work off Anders Santos. Santos. Santos, same. I'll yeah. go with that one. Oliveira. Oh, no. nah, okay. Oliveira versus Pedasoli. Uh huh. I'm gonna go Pedasoli. Okay. I be... like a I like an underdog, I'm i up for that. I think Oli Oliveira um Alvinguera I'm going to go Alvi, um, I think Naguera might be, might be done I think I could be a fight tonight but I'll for Naguera anyway Well, a fight tonight, that's a good prediction, mm. Mm, okay Baral, you? Ah, uh, Baral, too much experience for you, I would think Um, hope I'm wrong, I like to see up and coming guys um, doing well, but I would go Baral on that one Marcos Rodriguez <sighs> hard one, I totally get what you're saying i I'll wait for a week's surprise. when Marcos won it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. i I'm gonna go Marcos. I think I think the experience, UFC experience might hold it out. Um we've picked a few fights off the Filems as well. So Oliveira Yagos Olivera, had good one against Guida last time out, so think we for I'll go with Oliveira. So we'll go for Oliveira but as well. Ronaldo Dunham. I said Dunham, so I'm gonna go stick with Dunham. Mm. Okay, I'll stick with the old man I of Ronaldo. Um Henrique versus Henrique, aye, that's an interesting one because that's another replacement. Um, so I don't know, I quite like Henrique. I fancied Henrique myself. Uh, he, Enrique. he was supposed to be fighting Mark Godbeer, which is a bit random. That was a bit random. Um, I would definitely prefer him against Godbeer. Don't know anything about Ryan Spanners his debut, but I would definitely think Henrique will grab that one. percent. And the other one was Sakai versus Chase Sherman. Chase Sherman. Well, I don't know about that Chase went. Sherman's had a couple of decent performance in the past, maybe not done as well as he should have. I went for Chase Sherman. Um, don't know much about Sakai myself, but I went for. I recognise the name. Um, I'm going to go for a home favourite. I'm going to go for. Yes, that one. Sakai, he is thirteen and one. So we'll go with him. I think he might just Fair do enough. it. Um, it's also his debut. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I that he's at. Yeah. Well. Unless you can count Dana White's Contender Series. No. So, it's a debut. Right. Debut. Right. Debut. Hey, move okay. on for now. Half of that's production. Let's move on a wee bit. Okay, let's talk about Bellator 205 this coming Friday. I'm actually quite excited for this.
1: Yeah, I well, really not am. Very
0: often I mean, we did say we were going to be an MMA podcast and that includes all things MMAs. So that includes talking about Bellator and stuff like that. So uh, it's good to do a wee bit on it. So where do you want to start? I haven't really looked at the fight card to be honest. I know a couple of the names that are fighting, but McKee to share it or McCappa's likes to be called and the macapa macapa Quite like that. It's I like McKee, amazing. I think McKee's quite solid. I think he's quite a good fighter. he's, he's got he He's got everything, McKee. He can either he can basically knock eleven crap out of you, or he can submit so he's very, very good. Mm. I've seen i l I've seen quite a bit of him recently. I think he's a very very good fighter, putting some really good performances, but this is his toughest fight yet He's fighting the guy who's ranked one place above him, DeShera mm-hmm. lost his last two fights He has the 2nd and 3rd ranked fighters Oof, he's taking a bit of a down So Teixeira really he needs to win this, or he's basically at the moment he's not really going anywhere he's So just where is stuck. Teixeira ranked? Teixeira's 7th ranked, McKee's 8th ranked So for both guys it's massive McKee hasn't play. really fought MD ahead of him. Right. He's, he's not right. fought MD ahead. That's his biggest fight. That's the toughest fight he's getting against. is tough as name swear. loves submission. It's gotta be a really good fight. I'm really involved, I cannot wait to see it. The mm. two of them are absolute class. Really do I think they're really good fighters. Right. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um the other one is Lovato versus Soloff, but I, I cannot wait for us. <laughs> I hate the two of And why is that? Superb. Third and fourth ranked fighters fighting against each other. Lovato is big. He's six foot two. Middle? Aye. Oh. He's built. He's absolutely solid. Loves a kick. Absolutely loves a kick. He just he swings kicks as though well they're going out of fashion. He really does love swinging a kick. But he's a submission specialist. He uses his kicks to basically set up because he's gone for these head kicks so all the you're always trying to lower your body or thing, and then you're not know, looking at what's happening he takes you down and then it's game, game over. over but this takes it to sour. he's also a great submission slayer so he loves a submission as well I don't think this fight's going to get very far I really don't think this fight's going to get very far because I think the two of them are going to go out i are literally going to knock eleven shades probably shoot them each other and then one of them's going to somehow get a submission or i could completely wrong. It's got the most bone fight of the year. They're <laughs> just going to stand there, look at each other, wait for the other guy to make a move, and it's never going to harm. Yeah, well, I've seen fights against guys against Salters, and Salters just absolutely red, red with blood. So it likes so a war. The two of them love a war. So potentially it be I maybe, I could, yeah I, could, could have, yeah, I think this could be absolute spectacle. I really do. It could be one of these fights for 10, 15, 10, Ten 12 minutes are absolutely knocking, each are senseless. Then all of a and lamb just pulls it in incredible so much and moves absolutely nowhere and wins the fight. It could be one I'm I'm really looking forward to this card actually. Um we're these two top fights anyway. And we've got um, goes, um Pitbull against Huerta. Huerta's lost his last three. Lost his last three exciting again, T on Pitbull. Ah yes. Um Pitbull's got a great one punch knockout. I suggest I just think this could be well finished after I think you could be looking for a new job to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> to lose both fights in a row it is you're really struggling then to continue yeah. going. You know what I mean? You've got to try and justify it and that would be hard to do after. Yeah, I think I think Pitbull will have him. I think it'll, he's too much From He's tough. As I say, he's tough as nails. Loves a one-pitch knockout one and I'm looking to go with it. Um, yeah. Myself, if I'm looking for kind of predictions, I'd go Pitbull, Lovato, and Everybody my me but I think I'm going to go to That's But I think Shara needs to win after these last two losses. I think he might get it. Well, them so that we know, so we can pull you up for it next week. I'll probably completely wrong, by the way, but I'm just kind of that's what I went for. Never know, but that's what we really look into Bellator. Is there any other Bellator news? Anything worth talking about at the moment? I don't think I've seen anything. I don't remember seeing too Another much. card next weekend, but we can talk about that next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll talk about that next week. That's for a really good card. That's a think. massive card. Um, a few buy. other fights on that card, but there was nothing really kinda worthy of well note, I think they were the kind of three, to the top fights that I kinda seen, so mm. they're the ones that I really I was really looking forward to. Okay, so we did performance knockout submission of the week last week. Do you have any worth noting this week? Is it worth doing? I think it is. I think Performance, performance route for me was uh, Kachenko. I would doubt. agree with you in that. Uh, that's um, that I support the performance. I think watched. it was very, very solid to watch him. You know, he beat a guy who's experienced at Delaware on points. It's hard enough to do that against a guy, you know, the same level as you, but he's fighting potentially a guy who's better than him or more experienced than him. And I think that you kind know, of really was quite something special. Submission knockout of the night. I haven't seen the Hank I Live knockout, but I've it's like a real, Well, I'd give um, knockout of the night anyway. For me, submission a tonight. I think it's been uh, a bit fair blah, is I prefer Blavich's I feel like, yeah. bigger. Uh, I think so. Um, I just can't with all in it. He doesn't. Arkin doesn't have a neck, so it was quite impressive. <laughs> it was quite be, busy, yeah. But Blavich submitting um, he obviously um, something special because that that Ukrainian boy was tough. I didn't he was tap, but that was tight, and that was done. So yeah, that was really good. Um, that's a decent card. So yeah. So we move on to some general MMA news. BJ Penna making a comeback. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. on we'll maybe so? That's all you could really say. He, Ryan Hall, right? Yes, he's been out a long time. Yeah, there's no fault for a long, long time. He could be very rusty, or he could be very fresh. Maybe that's maybe the he's a break. would have done good. him good. Not not too not too, too sure, but his training regime is maybe he's still a kind of kinda sparring session stuff like that. he's looked really good. He's decided it's the time to come back, but. I just think it's a long time to out and then try and make a comeback, I think that's... Interesting though, no, it'd be good to see, because uh, you always want to see good fighters and, you know, guys who are, have been good fighters in the past, like legends almost, coming back and doing well, you you want to see that, especially if they're still fit and able to do it. And I think it'd be good for BJ to come back and see if he can still fight at the top the highest level, you know. That'd be good um, to see. Hopefully, I don't see... I've done against the guy. Absolutely nothing against the guy, so hopefully, so hopefully, kind of... He turns up and he puts on a performance for the fans because the fans are like to see a performance out on him. So. What about anything and John Jones at the UFC PI? We're talking about Leonard Reynolds and and we mentioned four guys. We said Gustafsson, Blavich, you know, Anthony Smith, and Volkan. I, 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 I think you've got one problem with that. I don't think he'll come back at Leonard like Heavy. He'll go, go after DC. He'll go after DC. Who did he fight first, though? But get in line. I think... Robert, he? does he fight? Does he fight the winner all Does the greatest fighter of all time have to get in line for him Well, he's a drugs cheat, three times. So, I think. <laughs> I don't know you get do that. He had the potential to be the best ever, and he threw it all away, and the people who say he's the best ever after cheating drugs three times is just ridiculous. He just needs to kind of go and make himself, kind of, and hour himself to the fans. again. the fans, I've always liked Johnny Bones, well, Saying that, I'm a massive Gustafson fan. The reason I got in the MMA was Gustafson Jones. It was one of the best things I've ever seen. It was an amazing fight. The result was the correct result in the end, but it was just, I don't know. John Jones, to see him back fighting UFC would be amazing. Whether it's at LHW or whether it's at ESW, I don't care. It, 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 it honest to that will happen. happen. It will happen. It will happen. He's got to keep himself clean. Um, well, he made an absolute mess of the, the court appearance, didn't he? Or the, yeah, yeah they, uh, they, made, they, they didn't even turn up and say that was a mistake, they just turned it and basically went like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting, it's good to see him back at, at USC and he's, he's come out and said it's doing business, so they're obviously talking about something. Would you let him fight DC next or would you have a movie fight somebody like the winner of Volkov and oh, is it Derek Luce? I think? I think so. Or it Blades? Or, or mm-hmm. Would you fight the winner of that? Or DC you see how it to to it? So D.C. running the business. No that level. said he wanted to fight Brock, but I really, I really hope that doesn't happen. I do not want to see Brock. I don't know why see got Lesnar and again. To be honest, but no, definitely not. Um, but we'll see. It's interesting. It's nice like him back and talking about fighting and talking about doing business with UFC. That means there's a positive talk there. So hopefully there's something there. So we'll keep our eyes on that. Next thing on the news, a couple of guys jumping weights, Michael Chiesa moving to welterweight, that surprised me a little bit, I don't know, It didn't really surprise me, I always thought he looked really heavy, but he really I don't think he's that good. No, I don't think he's that. I think there's more. There's I more danger. Surely there's more danger. He size helped him. He sized him at lightweight, definitely. He size helped him when he was at lightweight. Oh, didn't really, he's not good. No, but he was better. I think it got him for at lightweight, that possibly will ever get on at welterweight. I'd be more fearful for him at welterweight against guys like Usman. even guys like evil I just the only thing I can the only thing I can think is that he can see himself so in the beaten a certain class of fighter getting to a certain stage and getting three or four fights against bigger fighters where, well, to be honest, maybe he can make more money. Is it coincidence that he's suing McGregor and then moves to Bottoet? <laughs> Is I, he running scales? <laughs> if McGregor a, comes after him? I would love to have seen that fight for all I thought it would have been good. It would have been good. Forget the court appearance, let's just go in the octagon and we'll, we'll sort this uh, out. I, exactly. I'll give you a couple like of quid, right, if, I, exactly. if you beat me. Exactly. That would have been good to see. Yes. Yeah. Um, He's a, it's a a bit strange to me. I, I don't think he's anywhere near tight, okay title capability either way. So why move up and potentially struggle more at welter? If he has a couple of bad fights at welter, I could think there's more fights available for a little bit. Oh well, yeah, I mean Maybe I'd be looking money wise. I'd similar. love to see him. I'd see my personal pick. I haven't fight Gunny. Gunny hasn't fought since Glasgow the last week. I love Gunny now. Niel. he's a great fighter and it's somebody again who I watched every other one when I started mm-hmm. watching UFC. I love Gunny I think he's a great fighter and it would be good to see him fight again and maybe that's a good option for Kaezer Maybe it's be a good high. from it, uh, exactly The other fighter jumped away Now this again, this, this didn't surprise me, this shocked me, like generally I read this and I was like Did I read that right? I'll be very surprised It's not confirmed, it's just a rumour for Jose Aldo stepping up to lightweight from Feather Now, well I think, see going forward? He's still a young guy Aldo, he's not totally old no, exactly. he's very, very Very, experienced See, to be honest, you're looking at the guys who are at the top of that rankings, Ortega and Holloway They're going to move up So, so why not stay there When they disappear, become a champion And then and Then just stick at it But what about, maybe he wants the McGregor one back Maybe he does, but I don't think that'll matter Because he's never going to get close enough to it And even if he does, McGregor will match him again so. Well, McGregor's all the fine. Oh, that's true Gregor has said there's only one fight left. He? We have videos that he's seen there's only one fight left. Nobody else, he, there is nobody else after to be. So, who you knows, but I, I don't know, Aldo, I agree with you because Ortega's not, a, Ortega's not a featherweight, he's a lightweight, and... Holloway wants to move up, Obviously, so the, know, the weight cuts kind of... You can tell you know, that's true, it's really strong, strong with the weight cuts. Yeah. So, the sooner we get Holloway or Ortega... It wouldn't really surprise me if Holloway or Ortega happens. Whoever wins wins, the two of them basically just call it a date. No, I think you'll see Ortega, I I'll think uh, Ortega will be Holloway, because I think... Well, Ortega's young enough, yeah, they probably could I think continue. Ortega will probably defend it. I think, aye, if Holloway was to lose, he would move up to lightweight. Yeah. And maybe Ortega, if Ortega was to win. You imagine that lightweight division, but if McGregor stays, kidding. McGregor, Khabib, Ferguson, Aldo, Holloway, Ortega. What's the most... Uh, that and the rate division are the two most stacked divisions I think that's, this is going, this is maybe going to a different topic again This is possibly why a one six five, one seven five could be, yeah, yeah, out yeah. Because you get that, both divisions are that stacked with fighters. Yeah. So there's no reason why a five one could happen But that's a conversation for an day at some point I think It's yeah. interesting to see if Aldo, if that's confirmed Obviously it's still just rumours, there's no key is confirmed But Aldo's, it's a strange one but we'll see Okay, guys, that's it for episode two of inside the cage. Remember, get us on Twitter at Inside Cage MMA and on Insta, same handle at Inside Cage MMA. Hit us up, leave us comments, let us know what you think. If you think it's rubbish? Let us know. Just don't be nasty. All good. Um, cheers. See you next week.